In this podcast, the RCA shares the details of its latest project, creating a guide for farmers called an introduction to on-farm composting that highlights the benefits and possibilities of this sustainable practice in Alberta. Executive Director Christina Seidel and the RCA's compost expert, John Paul, talk about the project, the benefits of composting, and how farmers can get started. This project has been made possible by the Government of Canada and the Government of Alberta through the Canadian Agricultural Partnership. Welcome to On the Cusp, Alberta's Circular Podcasts. In this episode, we're going to talk about composting. We're joined by the RCA's Executive Director, Christina Seidel, and the RCA's compost expert, John Paul. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Happy to be here. Now, Christina, composting is a perfect example of a circular economy. Can you briefly explain what that is and why the process in composting is so critical to the environment? Sure. Well, I think I think it's a it, it is a perfect example of circular economy because it works within the natural systems. And a lot of people think that circular economy is about recycling, but recycling is only one part of it. It's about really redefining and reimagining the way that we use things and trying to incorporate our systems more um, with a with a, a real natural approach and that's really what composting does because it's the ultimate way of us taking a material that we have utilized consumed and then having it re-enter the system to provide value to nature so that's that's really what composting is about. And so with that, um, I know the RCA decided to focus on a project to bring a user guide to farmers and a how-to on composting. Can you kind of describe the project and how that evolved? Sure. Well, I think, I mean, this this is, I have to say, this is a really cool project. And and the fact that we're undertaking it, I think, was really quite um, important for us to tackle. And it was related to a couple of things. And that is that there have been challenges with traditional composting approaches that really look at composting as waste management and how do we get rid of materials. Um, And that's fraught with problems because when you're dealing with something as a waste, then at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you have a place for that material to go. Whereas when we look at this project, it's about how can we actually make a really valuable material and how can we utilize it where it needs to be used, which in this case is on farms. Farms are the obvious place for compost to be used because it really improves the soil and it, it, it's, a, it's a very valuable resource for farmers. So um, the fact that we can sort of reinvent this and say, let's not look at this as a waste problem, let's look at, at it as a resource opportunity for farmers. That's, that's the way that we looked at this project. And I think that's why it's uh, it's so important and potentially could have so much success. Yeah, that's great. And, and we'll get into talking about a specific case study with a farmer that's been composting for a number of years now later in the discussion. Um, but it sounds just overall like it's a great opportunity to engage with farmers across the province. And John, you're really the expert in composting and we were looking for you to tell us a bit more about your background and how you ended up in the industry and uh, why composting has been a, a central part of that. Yeah, thank you, Tammy. I um, grew up on a, on a dairy farm, so I started with a connection to the earth and, and 
But re what really got me interested in the whole importance of organic matter was a soils biology class at the University of Alberta. And this was in the early 80s. And um, yeah, Professor Juma had a real passion for soil biology and soil organic matter. And that really made me realize how important our organic matter is in our soils. And so furthering from that, I got my PhD in soils from the University of Guelph and worked for Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, and then worked my way into composting because it is one of the key ways that we can recycle organic matter and nutrients safely back to our farms. That's great. Wow. And lots of expertise and number of that, I'm sure, very interesting projects that you've taken on over the years in your role and with your experience. And so specifically for this project, the RCA used the Central Alberta farm called Stickland Farms as the case study. Uh, would you be able to tell us a, a little bit about their operation? Yeah, so Stickland Farms have been composting for a number of years now, um, both with uh, recycling biosolids from communities as well as uh, food waste and yard waste. Uh, this material is brought onto the farm. Uh, it's received, piled up, and almost immediately blended with uh, excess wood waste uh, whenever possible and set into aerated uh, into an aerated static pile. So this is where, where the material is aerated, where the bugs can flourish. It achieves high temperatures where the potential pathogens can be uh, destroyed. After that process, which occurs over the period of a couple of weeks, uh, the material is removed, it's blended. Uh, the larger particles are taken out for recycling. And then the remainder of the material is, is further cured. So this is all occurs on a, on a large area that spans a, a number of acres. Uh, it has to be a good working surface because they do operate year round. And um, the finished compost is then placed and used on the, on the fields at Stickland Farms. And they've seen some really excellent crop yield results from using the compost. So it really, it sounds like quite a, an extensive operation or very, uh, very detailed in terms of all the different moving pieces. And just so our listeners know, we will have images and graphics available on our website as part of the guide. So you can actually go in and see how it's all laid out and, and set up for those that are interested in that level of detail. And so, as you mentioned, uh, John, the Stickland Farms is able to collect organics uh, from the local communities and then use that compost in its farming operations. So what nutrient benefits does that provide within the soil? Yeah, the, the, the compost or the benefits to the compost is, is its nutrient um, content, but also just the organic matter and the, the life that it creates within the soil. From a nutrient perspective, uh, the compost does supply nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium as well as the other nutrients, sulfur, calcium, magnesium, and micronutrients, uh, which in some cases are, are in short supply in our soils. And so the, the compost can effectively replace a fair bit of the inorganic fertilizer that has been normally used. In addition to that, the organic matter that's recycled, it, it balances the pH of the soil, it increases water holding capacity, it 
improves the soil's um, disease resistance capabilities simply by adding a healthy community of microbes to the soil. So there's a, a whole host of benefits that are there to using the compost over and above its simple nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium value. Thanks for that explanation that uh, that adds a lot. And it, it seems like a no brainer, I guess, that most farmers would want to use the compost or a compost amendment on their soil. And I guess, what do you anticipate or what do you see are the biggest barriers or challenges for farmers, um, I guess, kind of taking that into practice and, uh, and even starting their own compost operation? How would they address some of these challenges? Well, thinking about that, I think, and, and thinking about Stickland Farms as well as other composters that I, I know, there's, there's three potential barriers that, that can be sort of that we need to reflect on. The first is odor. If the compost process isn't done well, if it's not managed well, if it's not aerated well, uh, our community or, or our neighbors will know about it. And that's something that we prefer not to happen. The second one is some of the organic material from our communities may have non-compostable bits in it, pieces of plastic, other materials that end up coming onto our farms. Uh, we don't want to be putting that onto our agricultural land. It's bad for our soils. And so we need to be removing that as well. And so that's that's the second challenge or, or barrier that's that has to be considered. The third one is uh, a good working surface. Uh, we need to be able to receive material and operate the compost facility year round. And although uh, a clay liner is, is great for a working or a um, impervious surface to collect water, it's not necessarily a good working surface year round. In those times of years, uh, spring or fall or during the rainy summer months. Uh, so those are three, three of the, the considerable challenges that, that need to be overcome. So my, my recommendation is uh, visit, visit other compost facilities, learn from our neighbors. I guess we can also recommend that listeners check out the RCA's compost guide as well for some of the top recommendations and next steps in setting up a, an operation. And uh, what do you see, I guess, as the top recommendations or, or maybe others in addition to that guide uh, for farmers who might be looking to get into composting in terms of either resources or places they can go, people they should be talking to? Yeah, one of them, in addition to the guide, of course, and, and visiting other folks who are composting is this does take a fair bit of planning. And there are some applicable regulations and legislation in Alberta surrounding this. Uh, so uh, please do get some good advice on how to set up the compost facility to prevent unexpected challenges down the road. For sure. Thanks very much. And I guess in terms of uh, this discussion, we've we've sort of heard the benefits of compost. And I guess just one last opportunity for both of you to share what you see as the main reasons that farmers should explore on on farm composting or reach out further for more information. I mean, any kind of high level points that have really stood out to you? Uh, maybe we'll start with you, Christina. Sure. Well, I think again. 
like I mentioned at the beginning, it really, it's an opportunity to farm, for farmers to access a resource, a resource that replaces the synthetic fertilizers or can partially replace the synthetic fertilizers. So that opportunity is one that we don't want to ignore because it's one that can um, not just improve the soil, but potentially save money as well and increase yields. So all those things that, that are big benefits to farmers so I think that's really important, but we need to remember too, that it's all part of being a part of the community. So as when farmers take on this kind of role, they really are playing a key uh, function in the community that, uh, that, that's, that they'll be, you know, they, they can appreciate that and they can feel good about that, that, uh, that they're offering that service to the community. And I think the community as a whole will also recognize that. And it, this whole idea of us just all working together I think is is certainly one important outcome. And John, anything to add in terms of uh, the main reasons for farmers to explore on-farm composting if they're not already? Yeah, no, in addition to the good points that Chris, Christina made from, from the bigger picture, and this is why I got into this uh, area in the first place as well, is worldwide we've lost half, almost half of our organic matter in our soils and we need to be recycling as much organic matter as we can. Uh, the same is true of, of nutrients. We, we need to be recycling nitrogen. It is a pollutant uh, or it can be a pollutant. And with phosphorus, phosphorus is, phosphorus is a limited resource. It's a finite resource and we have maybe 50 or 100 years of that resource available to us. So it's, it is very critical for us to start recycling our organic matter. And so when we think about their integration between our farming community and our urban or uh, town communities, we, we need to recognize that we produce food on the farm. The, the food goes to, the, to our communities. Uh, part of it gets consumed, part of it gets eaten and enjoyed. And the remainder, uh, which is nutrients and organic matter, should back, come back to the farm. So it's in that way, as Christina said, it's a very important part of this biocircular economy. That's great. And just um, anything else that either of you had wanted to share about the project or about composting? I think we've had some really great discussion today and it's been interesting to hear both of your perspectives. And uh, you've certainly convinced me of the benefits of composting on farms. So um, I'll leave you with any final comments before we end the podcast. I guess the final comment I would have is just a shout out to Stickland Farms because what a great place for us to learn from. And it's amazing how they have evolved and the fantastic facility that they've established. So um, certainly I just want to recognize that if it wasn't for them, this project would not have been possible. Well, thanks to both of you for your time today and for exploring the topic further. And for more information, you can visit the RCA website where you can find the publication created as a result of this project. This includes photos of Stickland Farms and further information on starting your own on-farm composting operation. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Search for On the Cusp, Alberta Circular Podcast on iTunes and Google Podcast for more from the RCA or visit recycle.ab.ca to learn more about the RCA's programs.